Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. It's my intention in doing this show to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And it is the last Thursday in January already of 2017. I see people and they'll say, well, how were your holidays? And I say, well, they were wonderful, but it feels like it was a long time ago. I'm sure you probably feel the same way. Um, we're, we're very much into 2017 and full speed ahead. We have several people that have joined us this evening. And um, so I'm looking forward to talking with them and getting their questions answered. And then I have several that have been submitted online and I will get to those as time allows. So let's go ahead and go to the phones. I believe our first caller is Patty. Hi, Patty, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi there. How are you? I am fine. Terrific. Um, Okay. Um, Please tell tell everybody where you're calling from. Queens, New York. Oh, yes, I remember you. How are you? Yeah, I took your advice. I tried very hard to do a try to do a sugar free, but I a diet. But I ended up getting a grapefruit seed abstract, which does help to kill bacteria and candida. Is it working? I think it might be uh, because uh, even though I still crave, I know it's helping my body. Patty, for those of us, for those listeners who've joined us this evening who weren't on the call a couple of weeks ago when you called in, can you give everybody kind of a brief overview of what we discussed? Um, Well, I was having a lot of stomach issues, and then you got on the phone and said, you're full of candida. You said try um, to do, um, try to stop eating um, sugar because your intestines and your stomach are inflamed, and and uh, candida release a lot of toxin, can right. uh, which can hurt my body in a very bad way. Um, and is it work? I don't. I, I I all I can say is I still crave sugar, but I take my grapefruit seed abstract because grapefruit seed um, helps to kill. The candida helps to kill bacteria. It's very good to have, but I have to be careful that I have to eat more probiotics because it does kill the probiotics, what I read, but I'm trying very hard. And, uh, and I am still craving sugar, but I'm trying to, like, eat a protein diet. and vegetables. Okay. Where did you find out about grapefruit seed extract? A uh, very long time ago, in the 80s, I do remember that um, I had Epstein-Barr in 93, 
And mm-hmm. what I learned, um, I read the book about the yeast connection, and I said, oh, my God, they're talking about refugee abstract. And I did try a long time ago. I did try mm-hmm. it one time, um, and then I didn't use it anymore because I think I didn't need it. Um, but then, because when you said about candida, I said, oh, my God, I remember grapefruit seed abstract. <laughs> Memory's a wonderful thing. It comes in handy a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's hilarious. All right, let me get you on my radar, and I will, we'll see what's going on. How are you feeling? Um, I actually got my blood work back. Um, I actually thought that I had very high cholesterol, and uh, I had my triglyceride levels were like 259, and all of a sudden now it's 97. I said I didn't do anything different. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it got down my triglyceride levels. And my liver enzymes well, were back to normal. Well, if you're not eating processed foods, okay. that's how it got back to normal so fast. Okay. If you're not eating sugar and flour and things that are man-made, basically. I heard something recently of, of somebody talking to a child. I believe the child was 10 about what to eat. And this doctor said, you, you look at it, did God make it or did man make it? You know, here's an apple. Did God make that or did man make it? And they'd say God made it. And they'd say, okay, here's a loaf of bread. Did God make that or did man make that? And he said, man made it. So he said, okay, just eat what God made. (laughs) I thought, gosh, how simplistic is that? And um, it was perfect, you know, to explain to a child. And I think it's easy for the rest of us to understand as well. So, all right, let me get you on my radar. For those of you who are first-time listeners, what I mean by that is I raise my vibrational level very high to the level of spirit. Everything's made out of energy. And when our spirits are in our human bodies, they vibrate at a slower rate just because the body has mass. And it makes the spirit vibrate more slowly. So I raise my vibrational level, and I'm going to see a laser beam in my mind's eye. My eyes are closed. And in my mind's eye, I'm going to see a laser beam go from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama, and it's going to go northeast, and it's going to hook in with Patty in Queens in New York City. So then what happens is I'm going to shoot energy from her feet up through the top of her head, and it's as if I have a big screen TV in my head, and I can see things as if I'm looking at an X-ray or an MRI or a CT scan. So that's what I'm going to do with Patty. It just takes a second. And so, Patty, I'll let you know when I have you on my radar. Okay, laser beams heading to New York. Got you. Yeah, you're still full of candida. Um, I think... I think that, well, let's ask. I think last time we talked about a great way to ask a question to get spiritual guidance is to ask, is it in my best interest to? Always preface the question with that. Mm-hmm. So is it in Patty's best interest to continue to take the grapefruit seed extract? What do you get? What's the first thing that pops into your mind before you even think about it? Uh, yes. I got a yes, too. Mm-hmm. I got a yes, too. I think, though, that that needs to be in conjunction with following the diet recommendations that I made last time. Mm-hmm. And yes. remind me, did I suggest that you that you check out Eat Fat, Get Thin? Yes, you did. And, and also Bulletproof Exec. 
slash diet. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I did, I, you, did see, I did see a lot, and it's really strict, um, the bread, because I, so many times I have tried to go, you know, breakfast, I had an egg, and then at lunch I had a salad, and then by the time I got home for dinner, I said, oh, my God, I, I can't believe it. It's like... Starving. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so increase the fat, the good fats, mm-hmm. coconut oil, olive oil, mm-hmm. um, grass-fed butter, ghee, grass-fed ghee, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, avocados. Put a whole avocado on your salad at lunch. Avocado. Be sure you got some protein in there. Mm-hmm. Put some nuts on your salad. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got to increase the fat. That's going to help you be satiated longer. It's also going to help you not crave the sugar. I am a sugar addict. I'm a recovering sugar addict my whole life. I always say dessert is my favorite food group. (coughs) Excuse me. For me personally, (coughs) see, I even get choked up when I talk about sugar. For me personally, if I am craving sugar, I know I'm not eating enough protein and I'm really not getting enough good fats. And my diet. I, I noticed that. I just had some. Um, I just had some um, a turkey. Um, my mother made turkey breast. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I had some um, uh, string beans, and and I had I actually had some cherries for uh, fruit. Great. Great. And that's that's a good healthy. Uh, that's meal. good. All right. That's great. But olive oil avocado, you know, mm-hmm. get avocados. I eat at least a whole avocado a day, sometimes an avocado and a half. And I and and use olive oil. Make sure it's all organic, obviously, but use olive oil on your salad. You're Italian, right? Didn't yeah. you tell me that last time? I mean, olive oil, that's like that stuff should be flowing through your veins. Yes, it is. I do. I, with myself, yes. But unfortunately, I like balsamic vinaigrette, so I like balsamic vinegar, and, and i got to stay away from balsamic vinegar. Stay away from that till you get the yeasties cleared up. But increase your good oils. That's going to help combat them. Go online and and research candida yeast, and it'll show you some other foods to eat. But if you follow that Eat Fat, Get Thin, uh-huh program and you follow the bulletproof exec and they're very similar it's really going to help you get rid of the yeasties okay but okay i'm calling you was not because of the candida i i just have this question um oh okay yes something similar uh, something happened to me four times that just made me think that i'm going to end up like joan rivers um got rest her soul Okay, the reason why, back in 2002, right after 9-11, the, my doctor at that time told me I need to see a gastroenterologist because I was anemic. And mm-hmm. when I went to the office, I was five minutes late, and I was trying to get to the office, the building, and I was stopped because it was a sp- suspicious package in front of that building. And that suspicious package appeared at the exact moment as my appointment. So, okay, I didn't think much of it. All right, so then... A few months later, I decided to go to uh, endocrine, uh, um, a gastroenterologist in Queens. That I just very quickly, I don't need to travel away in New York City from Queens. 
So he said, the, the second gastroenterologist says, you need to take, you need to get an endoscopy, but we need to schedule that at the hospital where your insurance doesn't accept, and we will change the doctor so you can go to that hospital to get. That week that I was supposed to do the endoscopy and colonoscopy, my mother ended up in the hospital, and, I, and my father was very ill at that time that he can't be left home alone. So when my mother gets out of the hospital, she says, I think someone's trying to tell you something. In 2003, I had a virtual colonoscopy done, and everything was fine. In 2007, I, tr- um, I had, like, very gas pains, so I, just, I wanted to go see a gastroenterologist in, in my neighborhood that I could just walk to or I could take my bicycle ride that within 15 minutes of walking, five minutes with the bike, I'll be at the doctor's office. The day of my appointment, that because I'm, I didn't know the weather was going to be, because I made the appointment like two weeks before, it rained that night and it was ice all over the place. So then I decided to go a fourth, and I couldn't go to that gastroenterologist. So I decided to go to a fourth gastroenterologist. Now this is going to be freaking out. I think what happened <clears throat> to the fourth gastroenterologist is telling me this is why I can't do any procedures with that requires sedation. I had an appointment to see a gastroenterologist who was located um, a few blocks away from where my father's late to rest. So I decided to go there because he, they did something. Uh, he is specialized in capsule endoscopy. You swallow a capsule and takes pictures. So I was interested, and at least my insurance, um, ex- and that doctor accepts my insurance. So an hour before my appointment, before I left the house, I just had breakfast. Okay, and I said, let me watch some TV just for a few minutes, and then I'm going to leave. Uh, Fox News came on. A woman dies in a dentist's office because she was allergic to the anesthesia. Well, under, uh, under anesthesia. And they said she was allergic to the anesthesia. That's why she died. All right. So it's like to hear that the doctor wants me to put to sleep, and I hear something like that, that four times something happens. It's just my concern is that I think God's trying to tell me that I'm so sensitive that, that I can have life-threatening reaction because I have a lot of allergies. I'm even allergic to Benadryl. So I can have a severe reaction to the sedation. Well, so let's ask the question. Is it in Patty's best interest to have an endoscopy? What's the first thing that comes in your head? No. I got a no, too. Is it in Patty's best interest to, to have a medical procedure that requires general anesthesia what do you get no I gotta know too I think your intuition is right on target I also think your GI symptoms are being caused by the yeasties right so I don't think you need an endoscopy right and I don't and I also if you if just diet doesn't help talk to your doctor about nystatin and it's spelled N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N, and it's a it's a um, antifungal that kills yeast on contact, mm-hmm. and you can get it in a powder form. Mm-hmm. And I I suffered with yeast for the first forty years of my life, so I'm an expert on yeast because I've dealt with it. And I met a guy here in Birmingham, a physician who's kind of the godfather of yeast. Mm-hmm. Candida yeast infections, and he's deceased now, but he put me on nystatin, and I would put a little bit of this powder in water and drink it, and it tastes awful, Patty, but I'm yeah. telling you it is nectar of the gods. Yeah. 
And after 17 years, I still take that stuff every morning. It doesn't, it doesn't go systemic. It just kills the yeast in your GI tract. And, I, and to get it cleared up, I took it four times a day, plus watched what I was eating. So if the diet alone doesn't clear it up for you, you should be feeling a lot better within a month, I would say, within two to three weeks, if not a month. If you're not, then I would talk to your, your um, GI physician about Nystatin. Yeah, I'm, I'm lucky that um, that my intuition was correct, even getting yeah. from from a uh, medical um, intuitive that's telling me that I even um, t- 20 years ago I ended up in the hospital because of racing heart, and they gave me anti-anxiety pills, Ativan. 30 seconds after taking a pill, I was asleep for two hours. Wow. And I said, okay, I thought that maybe maybe because my heart was racing, things were metabolizing, maybe that's why. Um, codeine can put me to sleep, uh, can make me drowsy, uh, very drowsy. CPRO, right. I can't even take the antibiotic <clears throat> because I have to be in bed because it, do- it makes me doze off. I'm very hypersensitive that I think I'm one of the unlucky few people in this world that ha- they could be allergic to anesthesia. It has- yeah, but I don't think that's unlucky. <laughs> I think that's a good thing. Because, you know, unless you've got an emergency, but I think your intuition's right on target. And I think you've got some, your guardian angels working overtime to keep you away from having this procedure done. That's a remarkable story. So yeah, try that. And yeah. thanks so much for joining us this evening. All right. Thank you so okay. much. Take care, Patty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see. I think we have Kathy next. Hi, Kathy. Are you on? Kathy? I am. I am. Can you hear me? Hi, girl. How are you? I'm okay. Um, Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Cincinnati, Ohio. And what's happening in Cincinnati? Um, Well, um, just a quick update on Miss Katie. She, um, her chiropractic appointment (laughs) went really well. Um, and I Can was you right about, give everybody kind yeah. of a brief overview of what was going on with Katie yeah. the cat, please? Yeah. Katie, the, Katie the cat had had surgery, and um, in recovering uh, to remove a tooth, and in recovering from that, she wasn't doing too well. And I realized that she was having pain in her neck and upper back um, because of how she was jumping and she wasn't kneading with her paws. And so anyway. Um, uh, uh, Julie and I communicated and I, you know, I said, I'm going to, we decided chiropractor was the thing to do. So I, I found a pet chiropractor. Um, and I walked in and the lady hadn't worked on a cat, only one cat in her, in all of her years. And she's been doing this forever. <laughs> she hadn't worked on a cat for four years, but, um, but anyway, she, um, she, did it with her finger. She didn't even, she, she said, it's, you know, with a cat, I don't need to do anything. But with my finger, I was exactly right on two points. And then there was a third point down lower. Um, and since, and she said, now she'll probably be a little drowsy for the next day or, and just sleep a lot for the next day. And that's exactly what's happened. She's just, and she, but she stretches now and she's kneading with her paws and she has more mobility and less uh, in, in her neck and back and um, less inflammation. So um, well worth well worth the trip. Everybody, yeah. Kathy called me for a private consult, and she was saying, Katie, the cat's just not doing well. And so I scanned her, and I said, Kathy, 
I think the cat needs a chiropractic adjustment. Are there chiropractors for animals? <laughs> so yeah. I, I was know. in front of my computer and I went online because I didn't know. I'd never heard of, a, of an animal chiropractor. But I went online and there's tons of them. And so mm-hmm. we were laughing and I was looking up. I said, okay, here's Cincinnati. I said, there's boatloads of them in your area. Go. And she just needs to be adjusted and and. What I was seeing was that her neck was out of whack probably from when she had a tooth extracted, just kind of not because the vet did anything wrong, but just because when you're having surgery, whether you're a human or a pet or an animal, you you can your neck can get messed up or how they have you positioned can be wacky. I'm yep. an inventor of surgical devices, and I've been in surgery for decades. Um, with products and developing products and stuff. And, oh, my gosh, some of the positions that they put people in to do surgery is just remarkable. So I am so delighted to hear that, Kathy. You taught me through Katie something new. I never knew that animal chiropractors even existed. I know. I know. It's amazing. Terrific. I'm glad she's doing better. I do just want to ask real quickly, is she still in pain now? She seems to be, but I think it's coming from her gastro, you know, her tummy. Okay. Well, let me, let me get her on my radar and let's see. I'm going to connect to you in Cincinnati. So laser beams coming from me here in Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to Cincinnati. You know, what's really funny is, I, as you know, grew up in Columbus, Ohio. So when we yeah. drive from Birmingham to Columbus, which is about a nine-hour drive, we shoot up 71. And once we get over the bridge into Cincinnati, you go by Bengals Stadium and um, I'm blanking on the team, the Reds Stadium. And so whenever I connect to you, I always watch my laser beam and it's like I'm going straight up 71 and I'm crossing the river. I can see the stadiums. Hilarious. And when I connected to Patty, I saw a vision of Queens till I found her. I mean, just for a split second, but I don't know if I've ever told you that, but I always see those double stadiums. And then yeah, I mean, I can see, I can see the lights when they have on there. Yeah, I know. It's fun. But then Procter & Gamble's Twin Tower headquarters is on the left. And, you know, yep. Cincinnati, downtown Cincinnati is kind of on the left as I'm heading north up 71 towards Columbus. So anyways, I digress. All right. Laser beam going from me here in Birmingham heading to you. Got you. Okay. Got Katie. Yeah, her stomach's still inflamed. Her neck looks okay, though. I don't see yeah, any inflammation I- in the neck. Okay. So basically, I just need to keep working on the probiotic and digestive enzymes. and I think so. And and I guess try to wean her down off the prednisolone since we talked about how that wasn't helping her gut really, even though she needed it for pain and for um, inflammation there. Absolutely. Um, so I should just try to cut those back. Yeah, and, and everybody, what, what uh, Kathy and I talked about in our private consult um, earlier in the week is that antibiotics and steroids and birth control pills and um, pesticides that are in our food supply all mess up our gut bacteria and causes an overgrowth of yeast, like what we were just talking about with Patty. And also it can cause just a a lot of pain, a lot of bloating, a lot of discomfort, a lot of gas. And then those, when the yeasties get out of control, they release lots of toxins into the bloodstream. And uh, it, it 
just causes all kinds of medical symptoms that are uncomfortable. So in order to help heal the body, whether it's your own or whether it's a human body or someone you love or it's a pet, it again goes down to the food that's being consumed and also what are the medications. So try and eat organic. And I know you're feeding Katie organic foods. So, um, you know, she's, she's way better than she was on Monday though, Kathy. That's what I think too. I mean, so I'm glad to glad to hear that. Um, yeah. So and so in just giving her high quality food and continuing with the probiotic and the digestive enzyme should be enough. That's what my intuition says. Do you get that too? Yep. I agree. It'll just, it'll just take maybe a little few more weeks. Yeah. But yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. But she's she's on the mend. Absolutely. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. Okay. Thanks for well, calling in this evening. Oh, can I ask yeah. just real quickly something? I'm sorry. Sure. Um, yeah, my, sure. dad, my dad went in the hospital tonight. Oh, no. Yeah, my dad, who Julie's been helping me sort of track his gradual moving towards passing. And um, I don't know that it's anything serious, but I just wanted to check. He, although the last time he went in for something like this was that's when everything started to go downhill. He had, okay. My mom called said he has a swollen, painful testicle. Um, and the doctor said, take him, take him in. Um, the last time he went to the hospital, he had, he went downhill immediately. He didn't want to be there. He started checking out all the, he just went totally downhill. He went in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I don't know if this is just a little blip and he'll be home tomorrow or if this is part of his exit plan. <laughs> so, all right. So what I did while you were describing what's going on with him was I got him on my radar. I connected to you, connected to him. He's holding in phase 11 of the 12 phases of transition. And for those of you who are first-time listeners, the 12 phases of transition are what everybody goes through as they're dying, either really quickly if it's something sudden that happens or it can be prolonged and stretch out for days, weeks, or months. And... um, Kathy's dad, Jack is his name, right? Yes. Jack has been holding in phase 11 really for a couple of weeks. And what that looks like, you can go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and go to the 12 Phases of Transition tab, and you'll see graphics, illustrations of what these different phases look like to me, how I perceive them. But just in short, when somebody's dying, they're spirit exits their body through the top of their head and it's what people refer to as feeling like they're going through a tunnel especially people who have had near-death experiences their spirit is going through a tunnel exits through the top of the head hangs on to the top of the head looks like a a bubble and it reminds me of a cartoon caption that would be the bubble in a cartoon where you have that character's words what they're thinking and um and then his jack's kathy's dad's parents spirits are at his feet his mom's at his left foot his dad's at his right foot and um There's a line of angels, guardian angels, that go in each direction from his parents. And then there are all kinds of other spirits of family and friends, deceased family and friends, and every pet he's ever had that are also there. I call that the Welcome to Heaven Committee. The other thing that's interesting about Phase 11 is 
there's a hole that opens above the top of the head and it forms a vortex. A vortex is formed. It looks like a funnel cloud as I perceive it. And that is from, there are two separate angels that are on either side of his spirit bubble on top of his head. And again, if you look at the graphics, this will make more sense to you. But their wings start to move in phase, about phase nine, between phase nine and phase 10. And it creates this upward pull that helps the body evacuate, helps the spirit evacuate from the body. So Jack's been in that phase. He's been in that phase for what, a couple of weeks, Kathy? Almost a month now. A month. Okay. I've seen people stay in that phase for months. And normally it's when that's going on, it's that they need something or they're doing it to prolong their passing to help family members and loved ones get used to the idea. And so there are three questions I always ask everybody when they're dying. And the first one is, are you in pain or are you ready to go? He's telling me no. Are you in pain? Yes. Those have been pretty pretty level, right? He's told us, no, he's not ready to go, and yes, he's in pain really since the no. beginning. No, he of, said yes, of, at least recently. He said yes, he was ready to go? No, maybe it was no, because he said he wanted to see his daughter, so I'm sorry. Yeah, it was no, but he said yes, he was in pain the whole time. And then what do you need? He always, He's saying the same thing, my family. Um do you need your family to come see you in the hospital? Yes. He just wants you guys around him. Yeah. So as much as you can get up there to see him, go do it. Go see him in the hospital and hopefully, um, you know, one of these times when we check him, he'll be, he'll be ready to go. Yeah. Okay. No, he's not in pain. Okay. So good luck with all of that. Be safe going to visit him. I know he lives a couple of hours away, right? Yep, two hours each way. Okay, all right. Yeah. So okay. be Thanks, safe Julie. with that. And um, you bet. I'm. I'm. I'm glad Katie the cat's better too. She's like becoming a movie star on this show. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she, she, that's how she sees herself. Believe me. <laughs> I bet. Okay. Thank you, Kathy. Bye. You bet. Take care. Bye bye. Most of us have busy lives and. We know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Oh, goodness. All right. We do this show every Thursday night 
and it's at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific, AskJulieRyan.com. If you just go to the homepage and you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll see these call-in numbers. And call us. I love talking with people, and uh, I love answering your questions. Also, when you're on my website, you'll see a button that you can submit a question online. And I love getting those as well. But obviously, if you take the time to call, your question is going to be answered first before I answer a question that's been submitted online. Also, when you're on the website, sign up for my newsletter, and that's a question that somebody has submitted online. I send it out every Thursday morning, and it's a quick read. It'll take you less than a minute to read it, and I answer somebody's question who submitted it. And then also, while you're on my website, schedule an appointment. So like I said, we record this show on Thursday nights. And um, and then it's up available for download on Saturday mornings. And you can either download it on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart. There are a bunch of different outlets where you can find it. And it's also available on the Law of Attraction Radio Network. So hopefully you can listen to us there as well. Now, let's go to a question that was submitted online. And this is from another Patty. We had one Patty today. This is the night of the Patties, I guess. This is from Patty, and she's from Denver, Colorado. And she said, Hi, Julie. I've been dealing on and off with depression since I was a teenager. It always seems to come back. I have such a hard time getting anything accomplished in my life. I seem to go through cycles of trying, then giving up, and retreating from the world. Will things ever change for me? Is there anything I need to know? Thanks. And here's my response. Hi, Patty. Thanks for your question. When I connected with you, I could see your whole body was inflamed. After applying anti-inflammatory energy, I could see lots of candida yeast in your stomach and intestines. I also saw the brain fog of depression in your head. Now, Inflammatory symptoms in somebody's body, when I have them up on my radar and I'm, I'm scanning them, and I, again, I'm seeing this in my mind's eye, my eyes are closed, it just looks red. It looks like the fog that um, athletes run through when they're running out onto the football field or when they're running out onto the basketball court. And I can see when a body part or a whole body is inflamed because it just looks like this red fog to me. Dry fog, though. Fog is sometimes, fog is usually moist, but this is just a dry fog. And then when I apply anti-inflammatory energy, as I perceive it, it's kind of a royal blue color. And I'll put anti-inflammatory energy on the part body parts that are inflamed, and it calms down that red fog and it lets me see what's going on with whatever body parts inflamed. It's pretty wild, but I've done it for over 20 years and it works. Okay. I go back to say, once I energetically sucked out the candida and got your inflammation calmed down, your brain fog, brain fog to me looks like kind of a brownish, greenish energy that's in the brain. Uh, The brain fog of depression in your head was eliminated. Now, candida yeast to me looks like white powder, almost looks like really kind of like flour, I guess, Um, 
just regular all-purpose flour. It's white, very fine, and it reminds me of the white powder that you see on a yeast roll that you can buy in the store or see in a restaurant, and a package of yeast. If you've ever used yeast to make rolls or bread or something, you know what that looks like. That's what it looks like in the system to me. And when I see somebody who has a candida overgrowth, both patties here, patty that called in and then patty from Denver, it's just this white powder that covers their stomach and their intestines. So that's how I can see if there's a candida situation. I go on to say, I believe the candida is most likely causing your inflammation, GI symptoms, and depression. Please get a copy of A Mind of Your Own, The Truth About Depression and How Women Can Heal Their Bodies to Reclaim Their Lives by Kelly Brogan, MD. Dr. Brogan is a board-certified psychiatrist with a neuroscience degree from MIT and an MD from Cornell. In addition, she's a former professor at the NYU School of Medicine and has too many published articles and affiliations to mention here. In her book, Dr. Brogan cites a multitude of peer-reviewed studies showing that depression is not caused by low serotonin levels, but rather is a symptom of inflammation, oftentimes originating in the gut. She claims, quote, in six decades, not a single study has proven that depression is caused by a chemical imbalance in the brain. I thought that was a remarkable statement. Reading this book will be a great place for you to start educating yourself on how to best treat your depression. Based on what I saw while scanning you, I truly believe, armed with this new knowledge, you can and will heal once and for all. So that's a big claim, but... I read this book and it was super interesting to me just because it goes so against everything that we've ever heard about a serot- low serotonin level and a brain chemical mess up and all of that causing depression. And there are so many studies in this book. She just has pages and pages and pages of references uh, that she cites in claiming that it's an inflammation problem and that depression is a symptom of an inflammation problem. And she uses the analogy in the book. She said, trying to cure depression with um, antidepressant medicine is like putting a Band-Aid on a splinter that's stuck in your foot. It's going to mask the symptom. You know, it's going to help with the symptoms maybe at the beginning, but it's not going to take care of what's causing the problem. So if you remove the splinter, then your foot doesn't hurt. So it's really interesting. Read the book. Anybody that you know or if you've ever suffered from depression, read the book and see what you think. I thought it was really interesting. But, you know, make your decisions after you read the book. I thought it was really remarkable information. Okay, let's go back to the phones, and I believe we have Susie here for us. Hi, Susie, are you with us? Hi, yes, thank you. I Hi, girl, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I actually, every time I call, I think of questions that other callers ask, and then I think about, you know, Griffy, our puppy. I thought it was helpful hearing about you know, Katie the cat wondering whether Griffy's in pain, because he still has this kind of, um, the vet couldn't, they couldn't find anything in his paw, but... 
he just had one of the people at the dog park thought that maybe it was growing pains. That's what the vet thought maybe it was growing pains. And um, he had given him some anti-inflammatories, but we, we haven't given him those in a while because we thought maybe the pain was better. It's on and off. It's mostly when he um, stands up. But it's not, a, it's not a specific limp or it's not a definite limp. And so I'm wondering if you can tell whether Griffey's in pain. He's a golden retriever puppy. Sure. Eight old. Sure. Tell me where right now. from. Should I wake him up? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's, that's a mortal sin. To wake, wake up babies or puppies. Then you know that. <laughs> that's, that's just, you just don't do that. Um, tell everybody where you're calling from. Uh, from the San Francisco Bay Area. San Francisco. Okay. And please give everybody a quick, ver- a quick idea about what, what we talked about before with Griffey, the puppy. Oh, that he just has um, something. He's, when he stands up, he seems to be a little stiff or maybe limp a little, but it's not clear. He doesn't have a, a definite limp. And um, so we took him to the vet and they thought maybe he has um, growing pains or something, like I say, anti, gave him anti-inflammatories. But I'm just wondering if he's still in pain because we haven't figured out what body part it might be that is causing it unless it might be growing pains. So... That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't get that it's growing pains. Growing pains sounds like a, I don't know, maybe it could be growing pains, kind of an answer from the vet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a vet, but when you said that, I just went, eh, I don't know about that. Um, so does Griffey have growing pains? Uh, is Griffey experiencing growing pains? I'm going to know. Okay, I've asked okay. that question three times now. I'm going to know. So okay. I think it's just kind of a, the vet doesn't know kind of a thing. Um Interestingly enough, though, to your point, talking with Kathy about Katie the cat going to an animal chiropractor, maybe it would make sense to find one for Griffey. Yeah, um, that's the one I so, I wondered. Yeah. I, I, Susie, I'd never heard of an animal chiropractor before. I was astounded. <laughs> many, and I'm sure there are tons of them in the Bay Area. Yeah, so, sure. Yes, the question, is it in Griffey's best interest to see an animal chiropractor? I get a yes on that. What did you get? You know, I wasn't sure because I'm, ne- I'm, ne- I'm never good at coming up with the answers. I like how you, you come up with them fast. So um, um, I just have yeah. had lots of practice. The more you do it, the better you'll get at it, and the faster this stuff will come in, um, the okay. answers will come in. So is it, it in Griffey's pain? Oh, is it I get a yes, and then I'm gonna. I'm also gonna scan him. You know, I'll get him on my radar okay. and see what's going on. But I, I get a yes that he is in oh, pain. Okay. Oh, okay. Will the anti-inflammatories help? Yes. Okay. Uh, so I let, let's let me get him on my radar and see what's going okay. on. Okay. Okay. Laser beam heading from me in Alabama, heading out west to hook him with you. Got you. Got Griffey. Okay. He is so cute. Every time I get that dog on my radar, he just he is woke just, up. <laughs> oh, so cute! What's that? He just woke up when you started to scan him. Yeah, interesting. Okay. I still keep seeing something with his paw. Really? I keep. Okay. Yeah. So maybe uh-huh. there's you know there's a bunch of little bones and stuff in the feet. I mean, I know of humans. I'm sure there are with dogs too, uh-huh. and cats. I, I would try. I would try the chiropractor. It's it's his paw. 
Okay. There's so the right pod. On his fault. And, I, and I know I keep telling you that every time I scan him, but I just keep getting there's something going on with his paw. So maybe it just needs to be adjusted. I've had that happen personally when my foot hurts because I've done something, I've whacked it somehow, and I go to the mm-hmm. chiropractor and she manipulates it, and in about 10 seconds, it doesn't hurt anymore, and I leave and, it's, and I'm pain-free. Mm-hmm. So okay. I have to believe that there's something along those lines with him as well. Um, the right I just asked the question... I just asked the question, will Griffey's pain dissipate if he goes to see an animal chiropractor? I got a yes. Will his pain go completely away? I get a yes. Okay. Well, that's good to know. He's looking at me right now. He's very interested. (laughs) So, okay. Well, that's, uh, I'll have to find, I know there was one um, that someone recommended, but she doesn't take new patients. So I'll I'll find another one. I'm sure there is another one. And um, so thank you. And I also had a question about the candida, um, because I know we talked about that in our private session. And and I heard somebody say, uh, recommend taking odorless garlic, garlic, for candida, mm-hmm. and I also have a friend who's doing a kick candida for good cleanse, and she was she was recommending I do this cleanse, and I wondered if you think it's a good idea for me to do the cleanse, and if, if it's a good idea to try the odorless garlic, which I'd never heard of. Okay, so candida. you know the question, is it in Susie's best interest to eat odorless garlic I gotta know, but let me finish oh. the sentence. You know, spirits are really literal. You've heard me say that a million times. Is it in Susie's best interest to eat odorless garlic to help with her candida overgrowth? I gotta know to that too. Oh, okay. Okay. And then the kick candida cleanse is it in Susie's best interest to do the candida cleanse I'm getting a yes before that even comes out what's the candida cleanse it's like six to ten weeks of pretty rigid I guess pretty rigid diet and supplements and then you're supposed to be able to go back to eating regular food after that eating sugar and stuff after that so my friend's already five weeks into it and so I I don't know it sounds pretty tough I don't know how I'd be able to manage it but well here's my Here's my heartburn with supplements. Supplements normally, a lot of the time, are made out of dried stuff or fermented stuff. Mm. And anything that's dried, like dried herbs or dried fruit or dried whatever, it's, got, it's loaded with candida. It's loaded with yeast because oh. that's what helps to decompose, mm. you know, whatever the food is or whatever the plant or the or the, um, you know, the herb or whatever is. So I, I have a big red flag on that, Susie, big red flag. And fermented things, as you heard when we were, when Patty, who called in and I were talking, mm-hmm. fermented stuff, the yeasties just have a party in your stomach with anything fermented, whether it be alcohol or vinegars or sauerkraut or whatever. I mean, they just go wild. Uh-huh. And so that's what causes all that gas. You know, when you put yeast in dough, they tell you to cover it with a towel and let it sit for a half an hour and let the yeast rise, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, that's what's happening in your stomach. My doctor, my yeasty doctor, his name was Dr. Truss. God love him. God bless him. <laughs> and he used to go as a... Um, 
as a uh, witness in court for people who would get arrested for DWIs who hadn't had anything to drink, but they had an overgrowth of candida and their stomachs were basically fermenting. You know, it was like fermenting all the contents of their stomach and it would give them a blood alcohol level that they would, when they took a breath analyzer test from the police, it would show that they had a high alcohol level, but they hadn't had anything to drink. <laughs> so I remember Dr. Trust telling me those stories several times about him being an expert witness. And um, it's amazing what those yeasties can do in our stomachs. So I would, I would maybe look at the cleanse, but, you know, is it in... Susie's best interest to use the candida cleanse for more than a couple of days? No. Is it in Susie's best interest to do the candida cleanse for two days? I'm getting a yes. Oh, okay, because it's supposed to be six to ten weeks, so that yeah, sounds well, really hard for me. You know, <laughs> so you, I try, like hearing try, two days. Try it for a day or two and then stick with the diet. Stay away from stuff that's processed. Stay away mm-hmm. from sugar. Stay away from fermented stuff. Leftovers, I think you and I have discussed this before, put them in Ziploc bags and freeze them. Mark them, you know, okay. roast beef or whatever. Put them in Ziploc bags and freeze them. Because when leftovers sit in the refrigerator, even overnight, they start getting yeast growing on them. Dr. Trust mm. taught me that. If you're going to eat fruit, peel it. Because mm-hmm. there's so okay. much yeast on the peel of the fruit. In restaurants, never or at home, never, ever, ever put, whether you have candida or not, never put lemon slices in water. You can squeeze the lemon into your water, but the peel on the lemon slice is full of candida. So you're just making a a yeast cocktail. Okay. Well, thank you. And you know, my 92-year-old friend, Stan, is turning, well, he's turning 92 on Monday. And when I asked you before, he has cancer and he's going, he's having um, treatments for, I guess, chemotherapy on infusions on Monday. I'm wondering, is he still uh, that level, he was at level one last time. I'm wondering, he really appreciated, I think I told you he loved hearing that. He loved the hope of hearing he wasn't like, you know, higher in the levels of um, death. I'm wondering where you see him. Okay, let me connect to you. I'm going to connect to him. I got you, got him. I see level four today. Oh, oh um, it did move up. Huh? Yeah, okay. but he doesn't necessarily have to stay there. But okay. the fact that it's taken him that long to progress to that level, and it's four out of 12. So he's still mm-hmm. in the early stages. Susie, and mm-hmm. what level four looks like, again, go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and click on the 12 phases of transition, and you'll see it. But level four, when somebody first starts out, as I mentioned, their spirit bubble is hanging on to the top of their head, and, um, and then their parents' spirits, their deceased parents' spirits show up at their feet, and then the mother spirit is the one who always calls in the angels and the other deceased loved ones and friends. So mm-hmm. phase three, he's encircled with this big circle of guardian angels. And these are big ass angels. As I see mm-hmm. them, Susie, they are, you know, wow. six to seven feet tall. They all look the same as I perceive them. And they're what a guardian angel picture looks like to a Catholic girl. <laughs> I was raised 12 years in Catholic schools. They got big wings. They're in a white gown. They're tied with a rope at the waist. So Mm. phase three, they're in a circle with the parents anchoring that circle. Phase four, 
that circle starts to open into a horseshoe. Oh, okay. okay. So he's surrounded by angels. His parents' spirits are there, and um, there are 12 phases. So he's got a ways to go. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I so appreciate that. Appreciate you everything. Bet. Have okay. a wonderful good, evening. Good, good luck with Griffy the puppy. Thank you. I'll let you know. Okay. Go. <laughs> Take care. Okay. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, let's see if we can get another couple of questions in here that were submitted online in the few minutes we have left. This one comes from Stacy, and Stacy lives in Anchorage, Alaska. And she asks, Hi, Julie, can you please look at my teenage daughter Allison's right hip? It's been hurting her all day. Thanks. And here's my response. Hi, Stacy. In order to investigate your daughter's hip pain, I first connected to you and from you to her. What I do if I'm scanning somebody who's not requesting the scan personally or on phone, you know, on the phone or via Skype or in a question they've submitted, what I do is I'll, I connected to Stacy, as I mentioned, and then from Stacy, I connected to her daughter, and then I psychically asked her daughter, Allison, for permission to scan her. She gave it to me, but if I don't get a yes, then I don't scan the person. Because number one, I turn my abilities on and off at will. I don't, it's, I don't believe it's ethical for me to scan anybody without their permission. Number two, it's really none of my business. And number three, I don't really want to know. Imagine being in a crowd of people and having some information on what everybody's got going on in their lives or their bodies. My gosh, that would be crazy. I'm not interested in that. So I went on to say, I then psychically asked her permission to scan her, and she granted it. I could see that Allison's hip was very inflamed, so I covered it with anti-inflammatory energy. Again, looks inflamed. It's that red, foggy energy. It's what it looks like over that body part. Blue anti-inflammatory energy put on top of it. And once I got it there, I used the blue anti-inflammatory energy to help relieve her pain and to give me a better view of what was happening. As soon as I get the blue energy on it, that red dissipates. I can see underneath all of that and, and look at the body part. I went on to say, it looks like her hip is out of alignment and simply needs a chiropractic adjustment. When I watched Allison get an energetic adjustment, her hip returned to its normal position and the inflammation dissipated. Do you have a chiropractor? If not, ask your family and friends for a referral. My chiropractor, Ellen, is fabulous. I've gone to her for, gosh, about 17 years now, I think, here in Birmingham. When I have any kind of orthopedic-type pain, she fixes me within a few minutes. It's almost magical. Hope you find a good one, too. So I hope Allison gets a a hip adjustment, and I think that will get rid of her pain. Our next question comes from Hamda, and Hamda lives in Amman, Jordan. And she asked, Hi, Julie. Will I be successful at my current job? And does my boss think I'm up to the tasks that he gives me? Do I need to change my work? Thank you. And here's my response. Hi, Hamda. In order to get answers for you, I first connected with you and Amon and then began inquiring. Here's what I got. Number one, when I asked if you'd be successful at your current job, I got a no. Number two, when I asked if your boss thinks you're up to the, to the tasks he gives you, I also got a no. Number three, 
when I asked if it was in your best interest to find another job, I got a yes. Now, keep in mind, these answers are based in this moment in time. There are many variables that can change these answers. Perhaps you could learn a new skill that would make you better equipped to do your current job. Or maybe you might get a new boss who thinks you're doing a fabulous job in your current position. Future events are probable but never certain. That's why we have free will. It gives us the ability to make decisions that will ultimately affect every facet of our lives. There are many paths leading to the same final outcome. Always remember to preface a spiritual question with, quote, is it in my best interest too? That way you'll cover all of the possibilities, including the ones you can't even begin to imagine. Good luck. All right. I know I sound like a broken record when I say you always want to preface a question, a spiritual question with, is it in my best interest too? You can ask a multiple choice question like, is it in my best interest to wear my red high-heeled shoes today or to wear my tennis shoes? And you're going to get an answer. And it's the first thing that pops into your head before you have even a couple of seconds to think about it. You can ask a yes and no question. Is it in my best interest to wear my high-heeled shoes to work today? (laughs) You're going to get a yes or a no. And as I mentioned to Susie, the more you do it, the more practice you get, the better you're going to be. And I suggest that you use it on things that don't matter at first. Is it in my best interest to have split pea soup for dinner or chicken noodle soup for dinner? really in the big scope of things, does it really matter? The answer to that question, probably not. I use it all the time when I'm driving, especially not so much lately because GPS is great. You know, and I, if I don't know where I'm going, I can pull it up on my phone and find out very quickly. But I'll use it for traffic patterns. You know, is it in my best interest to take the freeway to wherever I'm going? Or is it in my best interest to take the freeway or service streets? And I'll get an answer. Is it in my best interest to turn left here at this light or to go up to two lights up? Is that going to be the fastest way for me to get there? And you're going to get an answer. So you could also ask it about other people. Is it in, like in, in uh, Stacy, the gal who submitted the question online, is it in Allison's best interest to go see a chiropractor to fix her hip pain. And just when I even mentioned that just now, I got another yes, which is what I got before. So hopefully that will help you in your day-to-day lives and help you with those of, of your loved ones who, uh, who have a question about something. Thanks so much for joining us this evening. Please call in next week. I love talking with you, and uh, I hope you have a terrific week, and I hope you have a terrific weekend, too. Thanks, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan, and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.
This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.